Hi, beautiful people. This is Phoenix Avery, and I'm here with your daily dose of energy slash part two of your October astrological overview. And as I told you guys um, during the first astrological overview, part one, that I had to break it into three parts because it is a lot going on in October. There is a lot of things that are happening. There are a lot of there are a lot of challenges that um, are going to come up. And so I wanted to give clarity for each major transit as well as give a breakdown to how it could potentially be playing out in your life internally, externally, etc., and so on. And it was impossible not impossible, but it wouldn't have done, I wouldn't have been able to give it its due justice if I did it the entire, for the, for one particular episode, because there was so much going on and you can get lost in what's happening. And so I felt as though it was, it would have been more productive for me to break it down to you guys this way. So this month is a little different than last month's and the months before that, because October is a very potent month, but not just that, not that we haven't had potent months throughout the entire 2020, but because there are some very significant things that I need to give uh, more attention to as I'm explaining what's happening, okay? So we are on part two, and before I get into the specifics of how it's going to um, affect you potentially in your own life, I wanna give you just a recap of what is happening with this week coming ahead. So if you hear me shuffling papers, it's because it's my notes. Y'all know I take a lot of notes. I am a connoisseur of astrology. So I study, 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 and I'm always making notes. It is like a full job, a full-time job, because I don't want to miss anything. And I, then I don't want to speak about what everyone's already speaking about in the same way that everyone's speaking about it. So I allow myself to put my perspectives in it based on what I'm knowing about the planets, the alignments and how they affect us internally, externally, etc., and so on. So not that I'm an astrologer, I'm not per perfection when it comes to analyzing astrology, but I am, um, I take it very seriously because as above, so below, as within, as without, right? I'm a very, um, it's just my nature, but anyway, et cetera, so on. I'm getting very uh, distracted right now. That's, thank you, Mercury. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, before I get into the uh, part about the depths of how it could potentially affect you, what could potentially be happening, how you're gonna see it unfolding, I'm just gonna give you guys a overview of what is happening this week. Within the next seven days, what is gonna be unfolding astrological-wise, planetary-wise, et cetera, so on, okay? And what I'm feeling from this particular week for the next seven days, um, not even for the next seven, this entire month is like a karma times, 10, right? It's, it's, it's a very potent manifesting type of space that we're in. Things are revealing themselves much quicker. Um, we just had the full moon in Aries, which is a harvest moon, which is the first moon of autumn, first full moon of autumn. And um, we're going to have another one at the end of the month, not a harvest moon, but a blue moon. And what's happening is 
the seeds that you've sown, the seeds that you are sowing are rapidly evolving, rapidly revealing itself. It doesn't take long for you to get what it is that I'll say you deserve, right? When it comes to intentional seed sowing and subconscious seed sowing, because whether you understand it or not, you're always sowing seeds in the subconscious and in the conscious. You're always sowing seeds by your actions and your actions are dictated by your thoughts, by your beliefs, by your perspectives and what the things that you say, right? How you operate internally and externally are all forms of seed sowing. And what is happening is I don't like the word karmic, but it is very much so a karmic type of feeling because what is happening externally is a culmination of things, a culmination of things based on the actions that have been taken. Now, that does not mean that you're always going to be at fault. I'm not saying that you're at fault for what's happening in your life or what's not happening in your life. But what I am saying is the seeds that you've sown good, bad or indifferent are being reaped much faster than they have been previously, right? Not that they, it took a long time. Sometimes you get your, your karma quick. Sometimes you don't. But a lot of people have this thought process of they receive their karma after they're dead and gone. And that is I've never really believe that. I do believe there may be some form of karma that you you um, receive in another life, whatever, etc. So on. But I do believe wholeheartedly that while you are yet living, you will absolutely have to face those seeds that you've sown. And not only do they affect you, they affect everything and everyone that is connected to you, which hence generational curses, right? But people think of generational curses as something that someone else has put on you or that something bad that is happening. Sometimes a generational curse is just a culmination of things from the generation, right? And so you have to be in control of your life. You have to be in control of what's happening to you. You have to be in control of how you allow what is happening externally to affect your life because If you're not armored up with protection for your life and for those that are connected with you, then those seeds will manifest in ways that you didn't intend to and cause more harm or whatever than good. Or sometimes it's an abundance of of things that you receive from things that are occurring externally. But what has happened is what is going to be happening going on this week, starting today, Pluto, the planet of death, rebirth, transformation, um, in a sense of control, slow penetrating control is going direct. It has been for the last six months or so retrograde. And when things are retrograde, it typically has you review things in hindsight. And the thing about retrograde is if you're not careful, because Pluto is also very close vicinities with Neptune, which is the planet of illusion and spirituality and all of these things, it can cause you to believe that you're more advanced or better um, ahead or in a better space than you really are because you haven't really dealt with the repercussions of what has been revealed through the Pluto um, direct transition, right? And so when it begins to go back direct, it's like going back to where it was when it began retrograde. 
So back in May, when Pluto began to go retrograde along with other planets, those during that time is when people started to get really, really, really lenient when it came to different restrictions, when it came to the things that were unfolding in March or so. Um, people begin to get really laxed and people begin to not take precautions as they should have or people that begin to get really reckless with what is needing to happen in their life, right? And um, thinking they're, they're just becoming more lenient when they should have remained very, very, very much so stern in certain areas of their life. Now, this isn't always a bad thing because sometimes you need to review to realize where you've been too strict or where you've been too stringent and where it's not as bad as you thought it was. But when it comes to matters of Pluto and Neptune being very close in vicinity and Neptune is still in retrograde, um, you find yourself in this space where you are really under this cloud of illusion because you're not quite out of the woodworks, but you think you are, or you're so anticipating being out the woodwork. So you allow your own thinking to put you in a deeper, deeper shit than it could be. Right. And, um, with it going direct, Pluto is going to remind you basically of the seeds that you've already sown. So it's more of a resurgence of what's already been planted and I don't want to even get on politics or I don't want to get on any of that because really that's not what astrology is about astrology is just patterns it is bringing about reality or bringing awareness to things that people may not notice or people may not pay attention to so I'm not here about politics talking about politics unless I need to this particular episode is not about that. This is about karma, right? In all phases of our lives. And if you are being consciously aware of what is happening externally and internally, you will notice how a lot of the things and a lot of the recklessness and a lot of the ways that we have gone about life and processing things in our life have unfolded are... paying uh, are, are revealing itself. And the thing about it is I'm a firm believer in God. I know God is real and I know he's potent. And I listen, I've been listening since I, I, I just been paying attention to him more than what other people are saying. And I think this is where people are going to start to see how their own not trusting in what they believe and not trusting in where they are in life is unfolding for them. It is um, trusting what you know is better for you opposed to what you want to be better for you is a big challenge and it's going to be revealing and it's going to it's going to have its repercussions and its rewards. And it just depends on the seeds that you've sown. So I'm not going to go into any of that anymore. So as of October 4th, which is today, Pluto has gone direct. Pluto is going direct. Now remind yourself and let me remind you that Pluto is a very slow moving planet. And the slower the planet, the more potent its connect 
activity is, right? It, the, the transformation that it's doing and the things that it is, is unfolding during this time is very potent and it's more deep and it's more like penetrating this, this deepness that you cannot escape because it is moving so very slow, right? Um, Pluto has been in retrograde since April 24th, but of course there's a pre-shadow for every retrograde, but it is now stationing direct, which means it is going to force you to revisit the events and the things that have been occurring during the time prior to it going retrograde, which is March, etc. so on, right? Now, you may also notice Pluto bringing out a lot of, because it is direct, it is bringing truth to surface, meaning it is bringing out things that you may thought you may have thought were not happening. You may not have been aware of, you may have ignored, you may have hoped that it wasn't, that these things were not happening. But the truth of the matter is, is things are unfolding the way that they should unfold because they need to. And it is not comfortable. It is not something that people are wanting to accept or acknowledge. And it may be things that people have tried to hide, but they're coming out in so many different ways, so many different ways it's gonna play out in our life. And this could bring a lot of triggers up even more so. It could bring a lot of triggers of anger. It could bring triggers of anxiety. It could bring triggers of jealousy. It could bring so much out because people are having to face their own truths and also have to accept ownership and accountability in areas in which they weren't very truthful, right? So then that's happening today. On the third, there is a, Mars was doing this very, very, as it's penetrating and it's getting as closest to the earth as it, as it can. Um, there is, there's this thing brewing. There's this energy brewing that is discord, discontentment, a bit of, um, distraction in a way that is causing a sense of volatile energy or intergy as I like to say so be very mindful that during this seven days and beyond it's not just for seven days but I'm breaking this down per part two because it's very important that you are aware that what could potentially be unfolding is more drama of course, as we know, 2020 has been a lot, but you may have the impulse to want to react, want to lash out and regret it later. With Mercury in its pre-shadow phase, communication is not what it should be. Communication is not as clear as it needs to be. So instead of reacting, be more, be more aware that you may be perceiving things to be opposite of which they are, or there may be something that's missing in the midst of it unfolding. So just be aware of that. Don't just be so quick to jump and leap out and um, say things that are not quite representative of what you may feel at a later time. So in other words, Watch your mouth, watch your tone, watch your actions and pay close attention to what's not being said, right? 
On October 6th, you're going to have Mars that is going very close to the Earth, right? Meaning it's it's very close. So this is a planet of fire, a planet of ambition, a planet of passion, intensity, rebellion, conflict, etc. So on. Um, but Mars is also a very important energy because it also signifies a place in your life where there are desires and courage and there is a lot of strength and it also could show areas of competitiveness now when you have these type of things that are unfolding it could be in so many different areas of your life but what's most important is that even though there's a lot of passion there could be passion in sex there could be passion in um the way that you are coming off and communicating there could be passionate conversations that are had about politics and about work and career and home life, etc. so on. And this could bring thirst. It could also bring uh, desperation. It could also bring excitement and, you know, ambition, all of these things. But be very mindful of which that energy is playing out in your life, because if this is in forms of authority and if you are someone who is in power and you're someone who is has the upper hand in whatever situation and you are using this particular energy in a bad way, the karmic re- retribution that you will receive from that will be much quicker than prior to this particular alignment happening, right? In some cases where it may have taken six months of an investigation or six months of something happening or, uh, you know, back and forth of trying to review information, it could be 24 hours or less that you're receiving what you have put out. And it doesn't always come back in that form. Sometimes what you receive back from what you've put out is not even in the form of which you gave it, but it affects you more potently. So be very mindful of which what type of energy you're putting out and how you're putting this energy out because you do not want to find yourself in a situation that is very difficult to get out of and don't allow your ego don't allow your pride and your cocky and arrogantness arrogance to create seeds of um recourse that you really just you don't even have the capacity to deal with at this moment or etc so on so on October 9th, this is at October 6th, on, to- on October 9th, we're going to have Mars, the planet of what I just explained to you, action, power, fire, etc. So on going against Pluto. Now, mind you, Pluto is at this time direct. So with Mars being in retrograde and Pluto being direct, this is the second of three of these particular conflicts, right? And the last one was in March. Um, the first one was about January or so um January to March was the first one this is the second one so it will be when I tell you that um October is like autumn is like uh, March 2.0 it really is because of the alignments that are happening now we're happening during when the year kicked off when all the confusion and all of the the drama and Right now, it's going to be very important for you to use your common sense and to also, if you don't have it, use your intellectual guidance to tell you what is truth and what is not. This is not the time to pretend that you are more knowledgeable about things that you really are. This is not the time for you to use your power or use your presence or use your profits um, in a way to oppress anyone, any, anyone's thoughts, anyone's 
culture, beliefs, anything, because it is very important, more so than not, that you're honest with yourself, you're honest with everyone that is um, connected to you, but more importantly, you're being truthful with the reality at hand, not trying to pretend it's something that it's not. This is a time where you're going to definitely see power struggles, abuse of power in the public eye. You're going to see it publicly in your relationships, but more so globally. We know that's happening. We already know what we're in, where we're entering into now. This is a political game. This year has been political game. So we know that in politics, things are going crazy right now. We know that people have no recourse for what they say. People will do anything to get a reaction. People will do whatever they could do to stimulate a response out of whatever they view as an opponent or et cetera, so on. So this is going to be a time where people are going to feel obligated to step up and claim what they feel is their power. They're going to feel obligated to stand up and talk and be um, who they need to be for themselves. This is where that courage comes in. And this is where that authoritative type of energetic uh, force plays out. But again, be very mindful that how this is playing out in your life could potentially do more harm than good if it is not in the right intention, right? So if you're feeling where you have been held back, you've been held down, people have been, you know, more of a a catalyst for your demise opposed to your progress, this could be a trigger for you. This alignment could cause you to feel like I need to lash out. I need to step out and show them that they're not in control of me, or I need to stand up for myself, or I need to voice my opinion about this. I'm going to tell you it is okay to feel that you need to do that, but be mindful of how you're doing that because you don't want something that you're intending to be a powerful moment of, um, a powerful moment of empowerment for you to backfire and make it appear as though you're the one who's the oppressor. You're the one who's doing the wrong. You're the one, you know, you don't want that. You don't want what is supposed to be a victory to you to turn you into a victim. In other words, then on October 13th, my daddy's birthday, we have Mercury officially going retrograde. Mercury is going to enter its retrograde into Scorpio. Now, This is very tricky because with all of the alignments that are playing on top of that to have our communication distorted is going to be a very important signifying moment for you to tap within. Go within. Depending on how clear your temple is, is how you can trust what your internal is telling you. So that's why I've been really voicing to you guys the importance of going within, cleaning temple, doing the detox, doing, because this is a time where you're going to have to be able to trust what your spirit is saying to you. And if it's cloudy, it's not going to be much of help. This is going to be a very interesting time because Mercury does not go back direct until November the 3rd, which is the day after 
the elections in the USA, which means it also has a two week shadow period, which means that you're going to find yourself in a space where you're going to be wanting answers. You're going to be wanting to react. You're going to be wanting people to be clear about what, what it, where it is they stand or what's happening, but it's not going to be as clear cut as we're hoping. We know that we can just, and any, this is not just with the elections. This is everything. This could be you wanting clarity on relationships. This could be clarity about where you stand on a job. What's going to happen financially. There is just going to be this cloud of fog that is going to delay whatever you're hoping is going to be a result that you get right so be very mindful of that this is there's going to be a lot of confusion there's going to be a lot of delayed response so don't allow that to be another trigger on top of the other triggers that force you into this karmic retribution that gives you back something that you really weren't anticipating and really weren't warranted, but because of what you put out, that's what you got back, right? And then on October the 16th, we have our Libra super new moon. It is our second super new moon within the last 30 days. And it is the closest super moon of the year, meaning closest to the earth, right? And it will be in the sign of Libra. We always know we have um, a first new moon of the season will be in the sign of which it is we're in astrologically. Now, what's very important is super new moons are super, super potent, almost if not so more than potent than full moons. Okay. And so this is going to force you to force to focus on the balance that's needed in your life in areas where you've been overcompensating over um, communicating over compromising and putting yourself in a space that has caused you to be more depleted than necessary. This is going to be an even more awareness of where you're needing to find balance in your life, where you're needing to find, um, clear cut understanding, clear cut communication, clear cut presence. You're going to need that. And you need to find where you're giving more than you're receiving or you're taking more than you're giving. This is going to be a, a need and it's going to become even more evident than you are thinking it will be because of what is at stake at hand currently. Okay. Now this is going to be a time that's going to challenge any type of creativity that you may have, because you're going to need to come up with ways to find this balance that are outside of your typical because of everything that's at play. This is not going to be, you can't go back to your normal routine. You can't go back to how you used to do things. You can't go back to what things were prior to everything shifting in 2020. That's just not going to work this season. This is not going to work this time or going forward. We're not in those times anymore. Those times are gone and they're slowly, slowly leaving in big chunks. Right. So you just have to face that truth. Once you acknowledge that truth then you'll be able to uh, navigate in, in a better way and you'll be able to devil into the truth of what it is in a better way. OK. Um, 
So get very, get very innovative when you're, you're thinking about how things are going to, how you're going to create this balance in your life when it comes to relationships, when it comes to work-life balance, when it comes to putting your needs and desires before you put anything else. That's very, very, very important. Okay. This new moon is connected to the April 7th full moon that was in Libra. So whatever it was that you were releasing during that time, whatever you were hoping that will be released, this is going to be a culmination of that is deeper is, is very connected. So the seeds that were sown during that time are going to find themselves manifesting in so many different ways now. And this is also going to be a very interesting time when you find yourself being very consciously awakened. You're going to find your dreams being very potent. You're going to find your home life being very much so revealed to you. The areas of the spirit of your home is going to be revealed to you in different ways, mostly because of the alignments that are taking place, but also because of the work that you've been doing and the things that you've been asking and hoping come to play. They're going to come out. They're going to be revealed and they're going to come to you in such so many spiritual ways. Right. It's not going to be, oh, somebody's going to come and tell you exactly what it is you need to do or it's going to be so clear cut drive what I need to do. No, it's not going to be like that at all. It's going to be something that is going to be subconscious. So your dreams, your spirit is going to be telling you based on energetic influences. It's going to be how you are meditating and praying. Those things are going to be more potent during this time. And that's going to help you when it comes to your um, navigating through whatever decisions you're trying to make, whatever choices you're trying to make, how you're trying to get things out in the clear right we are also having a lot of transits when it comes to around the 18th um 18th and 19th we're gonna have venus which is the planet of love aesthetics um it rules relationships it rules so many different things um but mostly that feminine type of quality of our lives that everybody holds everyone has so in matters of your heart matters of things that really make you happy things that give you that Things that give you that push, you're going to find yourself in that time of uh, in that space where you're just really, really keen to pleasing. You're wanting to be pleased. You're wanting to be aware of areas of your life that you may be neglected. You're trying to find the balance in making sure that that doesn't happen again. And so be, being that the Venus is going against Neptune, which is in Pisces, Venus is in Virgo right now. There's going to be a lot of analytical talk. There's going to be a lot of push and pull between what you know spiritually is right and what you know intuitively is right and based on what makes sense practically. And that's going to be a bit of a tug of war because you're not going to be able to put everything in a space of step one through 10. It's going to it's going to take a lot of creativity on your part intuitively to make these things work because we are getting into some very tricky water and illusions are at an all-time high so this is going to be very important 
when it comes to when you are speaking about relationships, when you're speaking about what it is that you want in, in a partner and what that partner is needing from you. And when it comes to your family and how your family is requiring you to show up for them and be present for them, it's, it's taking inventory again of where you are and what is required of you and how you can make that work without overextending, overcompromising and being over overly considerate of others at the expense of you. Right. And this is going to be something that is going to force you to look at self, to force you to look at how other people are viewing you as well as how you're viewing others. This is a very powerful time, a very potent time. And this week is going to require you to be present in that way. And um, overall, though, it, it just really opens up a lot of what has been unclear for you. And maybe what you see is not what you like. And maybe what you see is not something that you're really uh, happy about. But it's needed to be seen. It's needed to be addressed. It's needing to be clear more ways than one. Right. Okay. So this has been your week, your part two, um, October astrological overview. It is something that I felt I needed to again, do in doses. I hope that it helps you guys in navigating this week. In addition to the challenge that we're already on internally, it is going to help you as you are tackling day by day by day. Be very mindful of unexpected, unexpected type of things happening. Just be prepared for what you can't control and always focus on what it is that you can so that you keep yourself in a space that keeps you grounded and not overreacting or underreacting when you should be speaking, but how you're speaking out or how you're approaching the situation is what matters the most, okay? So this has been your overview um, until our next daily dose of energy, guys. I love you. Have a beautiful week. I hope that you guys are in um, a lot of positive space. And if you're not, I hope that you're gearing very closely to that, keeping yourself grounded externally and internally, keeping yourself away from the noise anywhere you are finding that noise is prevalent, allowing yourself to be disconnected from that. That's so important. Okay. Um, yeah. So until our next daily dose of energy, guys, I love your freaking souls. Bye.